There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police the arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cop of murder. Some criminals go to the grave proclaiming their innocence. On April 29, 1998, delays in a man's execution were put to an end, and he, in turn, was sent to the execution chamber. A man who, until his last breath, believed that he was an innocent man. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Thomas Martin Thompson was born on March 20th, 1955 in Chicago, Illinois, and when he was just five years old, moved to New York with his newly divorced mother and sister before later settling in Orange County, California, where he stayed until his senior year before moving back to Chicago to be with his father. Nothing about Thomas's life raised any real red flags. In fact, two former girlfriends later testified to his extreme kindness and said that he never once said or did anything violent against them. He was never in trouble with the law, and there are no articles or documents claiming a troubled childhood. When he finished high school, Thomas joined the U.S. Army, where he would receive a number of commendations before being honorably discharged. When he left the service, he moved back to California, attended California State University and Santa Ana College on his GI Bill, and later became a photographer. Everything on the surface seemed to be going great for Thomas Thompson. That was until 1981 when he and a woman named Ginger Fleishy, accompanied by Thomas's roommate David Leitch and Afshin Kashani, spent the evening bar hopping and smoking joints in Laguna Beach, California. Shortly thereafter, Ginger Fleishy was reported missing, and just three days later, her body was found buried in a field just 10 miles from Thomas Thompson's apartment. She had been stabbed multiple times in the head, wrapped in a sleeping bag and pink blanket, and showed signs that she had been sexually assaulted and raped prior to her murder. After discovering her identity, police went to work retracing her last steps before her disappearance. On the night of September 11, 1981, she and Tracy Leitch went out to a pizza parlor and were joined by Thomas Thompson, going by the alias Thomas Michael Young, and his roommate, David Leitch, Tracy's ex-husband. Ginger had, up until two weeks before the murder, been living with David, but was now living with Tracy while Thomas lived with David. When the group left the pizza parlor, Tracy and David gave Thomas and Ginger a ride to a local bar. It was here that, around 9.30 p.m., Afshin Kashani joined the group and, at around 1 a.m., he, Thomas, and Ginger walked over to the one-bedroom apartment that David and Thomas were sharing. While the two men sparked up a joint, Ginger walked to the nearby liquor store to get a can of soda. She had no clue that, in her absence, Thomas told Afshin that he wanted to have sex with Ginger and that he should make himself scarce. When she arrived back at the apartment, only Thomas was inside. From what police could surmise, this was when Thomas took advantage of the situation and of Ginger. And when she threatened to call the police, he grabbed a knife and began stabbing the young woman in the ear. He then dumped her body to be found three days later on September 14th. With a pretty good idea of what happened, a vaginal swab that matched Thomas's semen, and blood found on the carpet in his home that matched Ginger's type, Thomas Thompson became the prime suspect in Ginger's murder. And when the fibers found on the blanket matched the fibers found in David Leitch's car, and the footprint found near her body matched one of his shoes, 
David himself became a suspect as well. According to their investigation, he had just as much of a motive for killing Ginger, having blamed her for interfering with his efforts to reconcile with his ex-wife. Tracy would later tell police that, on the night of her murder, Ginger asked, Do you think David would have Tom kill me? However, by the time they figured all of this out, David and Thomas had already fled to Mexico. It wasn't long before David was arrested and returned to the U.S., while Mexican authorities located Thomas and took him into custody. Thomas, who, upon being charged with her murder, swore that the two had consensual sex, after which he passed out. And when he awoke, he found that Ginger was gone and that her blood was on his carpet. In 1985, David Leitch was sentenced to 15 years to life for second-degree murder, with the DA claiming that he was the one who wanted Ginger dead and that Thomas was simply acting on his orders. On November 4, 1983, Thomas Thompson was convicted of first-degree murder and rape. He was sentenced to death for his crimes. A sentence that, after David changed his story a number of times, was affirmed on April 28, 1988, by the California Supreme Court. However, after filing several unsuccessful habeas petitions with the Supreme Court, Thomas was granted relief in connection with his rape conviction by the U.S. District Court for the Central District of California, which, in turn invalidated his death sentence on the grounds of ineffective assistance of counsel, and that, if they were, in fact, having consensual sex as he claimed, Thomas had no motive for the murder. This change came after David, in a 1995 parole hearing, changed his story yet again to say that he walked in on Thomas and Ginger having what appeared to be consensual sex. On June 19, 1996, a unanimous three-judge panel of the Court of Appeals reversed the district court's decision and reinstated his death penalty. Subsequent petitions were filed and denied, and on April 29, 1988, any and all delays in his execution were finally ended. He was executed by lethal injection on July 14, 1998 at San Quentin Prison. Prior to his death, Thomas had this to say. For 17 years, the AG has been pursuing the wrong man. In time, he will come to know this. I don't want anyone to avenge my death. Instead, I want you to stop killing people. God bless. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear a terrible thing happened on April 30th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.